today is one of those days where we're kind of lamenting what happened the night before. Uh, Phoenix Suns lost to the Memphis Grizzlies, who appear to be one of the biggest things standing between the Suns and an NBA championship. Here to make us feel better about it is our good friend John Bloom, voice of the Phoenix Suns, and also does uh, the pre- and post-game shows as well. Bloomer, uh, make me feel better. <laughs> Steve, that's a tall task, man. I mean, look, I think I'll just start here. You shouldn't be feeling bad. No. I mean, yes, the team was on a nine-game win streak, and yes, they were playing against a team that was sitting everybody. But it's human nature, you know, when when you've got a riding high like that and when you, you're just getting, you know, given these pieces or nuggets of motivation along the way, which the Suns continuously get. Last night I felt like maybe that would be reinserting Cam Johnson and JaVale McGee into the rotation. But even doing that, um, you know, and being on the road in a hostile environment like Memphis – it just uh, was understandable to me why we saw this team lose a little bit of juice. Now, does that mean it's gone? No, it isn't gone. Are you kidding? Uh, it's still there, and and they've got five games left to you know right the ship, get things going in the in the proper direction, heading into the playoffs, and I think they will. Okay, so you've been watching this team all season. Obviously, it's your job, but. 62 wins, tying the franchise record. They're going to break the franchise record in one of these remaining games. Just as a viewer, what has it been like watching what this Suns team has accomplished this season? Well, it's been a lot more fun than it was last night, Mitch. <laughs> I mean, last <laughs> night was that was one of the weirdest games just because uh, you show up thinking on paper this should be an absolute, you know, demolition right. uh the sun should should hammer these these grizzlies that aren't even starting any of their starters with the exception of dylan brooks but yeah all season if we're zooming out for a second and i will happily do that uh this has been like a dream this has been like watching a documentary about a great team you know and and yet it's actually happening in front of our eyes and uh the exciting part is we don't know the ending uh, it's also some tense moments too, because you know that everybody who's invested in this team, everybody who's following them, whether it's just, you know, and I don't want to say just a fan, cause to me, that's everything. That's the whole reason why any of us are doing what we're doing. That's why we're having this conversation for crying out loud <laughs> right. because of fans. Uh, and so whether you're a fan, whether you're a broadcaster, whether you're a coach, a player, an owner, who, whatever, uh, you know, right now you're thinking, that this team is destined for one thing, and that is to be the first Phoenix Suns team to win an NBA title. And, you know, that's tough to live in that water because then you know that uh, odds are you're going to end up disappointed. Even as great as this team is, they should win it all. They're the best team in basketball, but it doesn't always work out that way. So that's why I've kind of just stayed in the moment. Last night it was tough to stay in that moment because the game wasn't great and, and they ended up on the losing end. But you're going to have those. And now here we are in Oklahoma City uh, preparing to take on a team that's also built more like a G League team than an NBA team right now. <laughs> and you would hope that they'd go handle their business and get win number 63 tomorrow. We're talking with John Bloom, Suns broadcaster, good friend of the show. Uh, let's talk a little bit about OKC and what's left in the regular season. You mentioned a couple games left to right the ship, I think is what you said. What does that mean at this point in the regular season? Because we know championships aren't won in the regular season. What's left for them to achieve? What would you like to see happen in the next couple of games, aside from breaking the franchise record? Yeah, I think that uh, is a foregone conclusion, um, even if it doesn't come tomorrow against Oklahoma City. I just would be shocked if this team goes ahead and loses six games in a row to finish. You know, I just, I just don't imagine 
that being the scenario. So, uh, you know, they're going to get that 63rd and probably 64th and who, who knows how many. Uh, so that to me isn't necessarily what I'm looking for from this group. But what I want to see, and it's not fair to say right to ship. This ship is right. This ship is righter than any other ship that plays basketball, all right? <laughs> so, you know, yeah, they lost last night and they didn't play great at Golden State either in a, in a game that they probably should have won more than, than four points. But they won uh, against a Warriors team that still had Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. Didn't have Steph Curry, but had Jordan Poole hitting everything he looked at. Um, and, and so I, I look at these last couple games, and I think that's why I said right to ship. I just think, you know, get into a better flow offensively uh, is going to be important for this group. And Cam Johnson getting back into the lineup is a big part of that. Now, you know, Monty Williams likes to to call him a starter, even though he comes off the bench with campaign, he likes to kind of group them together as, you know, the six and seven starters on this team. Well, now they need to get into a flow with the other starters and the other guys that they're playing with in that second unit. And I think that's going to be something to look for over the next five games. Uh, and then, you know, just, uh, you know, when you watch this group, you can tell whether they're playing Suns basketball. You know, enough people uh, now have watched enough games. We have a big enough sample size with seven, 77 games in the books that you can tell when they're firing. And I think that's what the hope is, that, uh, you know, by the time they finish up next Sunday against Sacramento, that they've got that look in their eyes, that they've got that desire and drive, and, and uh, you know, they're playing with that joy and flair that we've seen them play with all season. And then they'll take, uh, you know, six days off to get some practices in, probably have to simulate some scrimmages to feel like they're in game day type situations before the playoffs start. So you mentioned it, the Warriors game on Wednesday, the Memphis game yesterday, that is likely the direct competition that the Suns are going to be seeing come postseason time. I love the way Zach Lowe phrased it yesterday on ESPN. He said that the Suns are still very much the favorite, but somebody is going to punch them in the mouth, metaphorically speaking. Is the playoffs built for the Suns to just kind of roll through? Or do you agree with Zach that somebody is going to put them through the ringer for a seven-game series? Yeah, I'm prepared for it. I'm prepared for there to be at least, you know, one or two moments during the postseason where, you know, let's say it's a home game. I'm taking phone calls from people saying, you know, concerned that, that, uh, you know, this team is, is up against it. I don't imagine they're going to just roll through. You know, there's been very few teams that have done that, mm-hmm. uh, that have been able to just, you know, almost get through the playoffs unscathed. Now, the season kind of makes you feel like they are, are built to do that. Uh, just what they've done this season with piling up all these wins and being as resilient of a group as they have. But, you know, look, there's, there's going to be some teams that are going to get healthy. Uh, and that are going to be built different maybe than w- how they were when the Suns saw them during the regular season. And at the same time, I feel like the Suns still have another level where they can step it up. And, uh, and I think other teams realize that as well, that if, you know, we look at the roster now, it is as healthy as it's been uh, all season, pretty much. You know, they haven't had this whole group together at all when you include the acquisitions of Torrey Craig and Aaron Holiday. So, Let's see what they're able to do these next five games in preparing for the playoffs. And then once the playoffs start, you know, we still have to figure out who that first opponent's going to be. And I think that is going to be a fascinating, uh, you know, thing to watch over the course of the next week or two. Yeah, but I want to jump ahead of myself and (laughs) ask you, would you be more worried about the Golden State Warriors or the Memphis Grizzlies if both teams were healthy? The Warriors... If both teams are healthy, talking about Steph, Clay, Dre, 
um, you know, obviously are their big pieces. And, and what's the difference between when I tell you Steph, Clay, and Dre, and then I tell you Ja, Desmond, and uh, I don't know, who would you pick your, your third guy there? Maybe Dylan Brooks, maybe Steven Adams, maybe Jaron Jackson Jr. But regardless, whoever I pick on that side, have they won it? No. No. Have they even gotten close? No. No. That's why it doesn't scare me. Now, Memphis is really good. They're a really good basketball team, and I think they are poised to have a run of several years uh, of being competitive. But if you talk about who's fully loaded and who are the Suns going to be really up against, it's if the Warriors capture that um, you know magic that they've had. And they haven't had it much this season. It came in December. You know, and, and maybe the most magical moment was when they beat the Suns on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So after that, you look at the record, it's pretty much 500. You look at the Suns record, and I don't need to tell anybody what that is. So <laughs> uh, I think that the Warriors have their work cut out for them to recapture that magic. But if they're able to, and if Steph is back fully functioning, then they are the bigger threat. And yet I'm not worried about that threat. I'm not scared about that threat. I don't think the Suns should be worried or scared. I think that they need to have their act together, and I think they will. All right, Bloomer. I feel a little bit better, I guess. I feel much better. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I feel better. It's funny how that happens when I talk to you. All right, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me, fellas, and let's hope uh, tomorrow's game against the Thunder makes you feel even better.